0: Hey everyone, welcome back for episode fifty-three of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey there, I'm Derek. We are so glad that you've decided to join us here today as we continue down the path. Um, Derek is uh, going to talk with us for a few minutes about uh, Judges chapter twenty. We're coming down the home stretch of our walk through one more the week. book of Judges. One more week after this week, yeah. yeah. It's
1: uh, it seems like it's been forever away, and yet it also seems like it's gone by quickly. It's been a fun journey, though. I, yeah. I've enjoyed. Uh, preaching through the book of judges um, you know I, I had I had read read it many times just in my life I've read through the Bible yeah uh, you know uh, several several times but um, never really heard a group of messages through the book of judges yeah. maybe you know here and there you know somebody Gideon and you know right. somebody about Samson but never like a whole you know uh, series yeah. series and so i've i've enjoyed it it's it's so um poignant for our culture Mm -hmm. and for our day yeah we shouldn't be surprised you know i mean god's word is poignant
0: always yeah
1: it it, always (laughs) yeah and it speaks to the problems that we have because problems they have. We still have. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. things we're still dealing with today, and in fact, that's something we'll even talk about here in just a minute mm-hmm. from this passage specifically. Um, but yeah, I, I have enjoyed it too. I had I had done a pretty in depth study through the Book of Judges several years ago, um, and it's I find I find Judges uh, heartbreaking, um, but at the same time also encouraging to know that. Um, that God is going to work regardless of the, the situation and the culture. Because I think that sometimes uh, as Christians, especially American Christians, we're real quick to be super downtrodden about the way things are. But to your point, people, the people of God were dealing with the same things thousands of years ago that we're dealing with today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and God has still worked and still is working mm-hmm. in mighty ways. And I think that's really encouraging. Um I, as as someone who's gotten to preach a couple of sermons in this series, I love the challenge that the Book of Judges mm-hmm. presents as a um, from a preaching standpoint, because you're right. And typically, you know, you hear about. You hear about Deborah and you hear about Gideon mm-hmm, and you hear about mm-hmm, Samson, mm-hmm. Um, but then there's these other really obscure passages. that's like, what what do I do with yes. this? What what yes. does this even mean for me? Uh, and so uh, it's been it's been really fun from for me in that aspect. So I, I think
1: that's probably why God called me to be a preacher mm-hmm. because you know, I've read through this a lot, but never like just paused and thought, okay, what do I need to learn here? Yeah, but having to preach it, it's like. I've got to go. I've got to go some Sunday and not just give a history lesson and yeah. hey, this is what happened and walk away, but to yeah. say this is what happened and here are the principles that we need to take away yeah. so that we don't do the same thing. And uh, yeah, so that that it has been challenging. Yeah. Um, you know, and and even this past week we'll talk about it in just a moment was a challenge because it's um, it's not when you when you derive the biblical principles and you realize these are the people of God, this is not like, you know, we've said this the whole time, it's meant to be a mirror for us to see about our own selves, but it's very tempting for us to see this and and equate it with the rest of the world, not the Christians. Right. Not Christianity, not God's people. Mm -hmm. But even still, people who claim to be God's people are dealing with similar situations. Yeah. Um, And so that presents a challenge because then I've got to come to a congregation and say, Hey, this really crazy passage of scripture it actually applies to your life and mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. And we have to learn some of these things so that we don't repeat them. And that's not fun, you know, it's not fun to be right. the, like this bearer of bad news, you know, like Right, right. Um,
0: well, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I think that so often and we've seen this in most of the stories in the book of Judges is that we're we're conditioned culturally like outside of the Bible, we're conditioned when we hear stories that there's a good guy and a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And in this story, the good guys and the bad guys are the same people. Yeah, it's they, they're fighting against themselves, yeah. and so it's it's uh, it doesn't jive with what we expect. Our expectations yeah. are not met, and and they're in fact they're graded against. And so yeah,
1: it's not like when Elijah goes against Ahab and Jezebel. Right, like it's they're they're clearly the villains, yeah. and and you know Elijah's clearly the heroic, uh, messenger right. of, of the good God, you know, but yeah. that's, there's no that's the case here. here no. no, I mean the, yeah. the, <laughs> the Gibeonites, um, yeah. are Benjaminites. Yeah. The one of, the, are... tribes
0: of <laughs> the tribes of
1: Israel tribes of Israel. Yeah. And they're doing, um, everything else and far worse I think than even the Canaanites yeah. were, you Yeah, they, they, they are, are living their lives, um, for themselves, for their own pleasures, for their own desires, yeah. not wi- not caring about who gets hurt in the process, who gets killed in the process, right? And um, and and then you know to make it better, you know, let's, let's just all go kill them and obliterate them, yeah. And and, uh, and let's just kill each other and, and do away with each other, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's terrible.
0: I think one of the b- before we transition into some handles to hold on to. I think one of the most tragic things about. These last three chapters, or really the last five chapters, but specifically these last three chapters of Judges, is that what what is like, what is taking place in these passages didn't have to happen. Mm-mm. It didn't have to happen.
1: Um,
0: it's it's because God God's people have chosen to reject God's plan, and so all of these things. I mean, literally hundreds of thousands of people are killed mm-hmm. and die, and it didn't have to happen. No. Uh, and so that's, it's like, man, this stinks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I think um, that there are, and, and you showed us this on Sunday, that there are um, application points for us uh, mm-hmm. to learn from, from this. So if you wouldn't mind, share with us, what are what are some handles to hold on to from, from Judges chapter 20?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just as a brief catch me up in case someone is just hearing this and didn't get to watch the message. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are finishing the story from the week before where the Levite went off to find his uh, secondary wife, mm-hmm. uh stays with his dad for a while, goes uh takes her home, but on the way home they end up in a an Israelite town after they'd skipped to towns that were Canaanite towns yeah. so that they would be safe. Uh they ended up in a, an Israelite uh encampment or a town. And, and it and was that, anything but safe. it was the far worst. Yeah. The far worse, And um out of that situation where his secondary wife that he had just gone you know on a, a humongous journey to go rescue um is ended up ended up being given so that he can save himself yeah. to these men of Gibeah to be you know um treated unkindly all night long um yeah. and then you know basically left for death and so so the chapter 20 picks up with you know, he had he had sent off parts of her body to all the other tribes of Israel, yeah. and I guess with a note, you yeah. know, or or not. I mean, but people, I mean, I'm not,
0: I'm not sure how that package. Yeah, comes. it doesn't yeah.
1: really say. People, <laughs> yeah. but people show up and miss. But like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. why is this atrocity? Why is this evil? Uh, why is it, how is this evil act happen? And So yeah. this this unnamed Levite is able to garner this. Massive response mm-hmm. that no other deliverer, no other judge was able to accomplish right. uh, uh, against any Canaanite town, right? Any right. Canaanite oppressor. It's once the Benjaminites do these atrocities toward uh, one of God's you know people from right. from that town, you know from the Israelites. That's when you know four hundred thousand men armed for battle. Uh, you know, one person from every tribe. I you mean, know, or multiple people from every tribe, but a leader from every tribe. I mean, uh, they come out in the droves. You yeah. know, in my mind, uh, in a much less heroic, amazing way. But I, I have this this thought of Lord of the Rings, you know, mm. yeah. Return of the King, when all of the everybody's representing the various tribes yeah. come with all their people. That's kind of what I have in mind here. Yeah. Is that hey, we came and we're for here here for this atrocity and. Um, yeah, so basically, they end up going uh, against uh, the Benjaminites, who they they. I mean, I didn't really get into this much on Sunday, but they held fast on like, yeah, we're going to protect our brothers who basically yeah. uh, raped this woman and, and left murdered her, her. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, left her dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stand by that. So I mean, that tells you where they were, right? But yeah. I mean, nobody else was in a better place. And so the Israelites. They, they go against them. And the Benjaminites hold their ground, man, yeah. like uh, in an amazing way, yeah. you know, um, not once but twice and killed 25,000 people and I think 22. So, I mean, like 40,000 Israelites are dead because the Benjaminites and they're. I think they only had like a, co- you know, a couple dozen uh, thousand, I mean, a couple, you know, yeah. 20,000 or Much so. Much
0: smaller group of people. Yeah, in but they them, yeah.
1: obliterated them. And right. it wasn't until the, the the people of Israel, all the other tribes, uh, sat before the Lord in humility, uh, in sackcloth and ashes is what it talks yeah. about, but humbled themselves before the Lord that, that the Lord gave them the battle. So, you know, with all that, where, where, what do you do with that? What do you do with that passage? And that's the yeah. challenge. Like, you know, how does this apply to us? What's the mirror that says, hey, these are the things you need to realize about your own self. Yeah. And so, uh, just our three points—I'm not going to get into all these—but our three points was our goal should be godly unity, not misplaced unity. That was—that's what they were dealing with: was misplaced unity. Uh, our gathering should be for God's glory. Um, this, you know, what they were doing for war was really an assembly that was meant to worship God. Yeah,
0: he used the same terminology. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: And then finally, our great aim should be God's reign. And was once God ruled and reigned, then they had the victory. And yeah. and that's what we what we need to do. So, how does this apply to our to our day and age? Right. Well, we, of course, the world lives this way. But I, I would even say we struggle. We all struggle with this. Right. That we try to take our lives and the circumstances of our lives. Into our own power, our mm-hmm. own ideas, our own agendas, our own thoughts and concerns. We we take all those and we say, "I'm going to do these things my way." And those things may be uh, somewhat of a righteous thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it may be a, a hill worth dying on. It may be it may align with what God wants us to do, right? But we have no consideration for. Is this is what God this wants what God to do? Him? It's not we yeah. like we jump into this argument on Facebook, or we jump into this particular political swamp of various ideas, and yeah. and you know you've 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 got such a heart a large pendulum swing these days, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and so we jump into those things headlong and fully, but are those things the things God wants us to get involved with? Yeah. Right, right. And that's the idea. Is like. Are we doing the things that God wants us to do? Like the Israelites, they were fighting a holy war. That's that's what this was, this yeah. assembly, all these things. It was, it was a holy war. It was what they were supposed to do against the Canaanites that God gave them expressly uh, language to do, yeah. and they didn't. They failed and failed and failed again. That's why the Canaanites were so um, oppressive onto them because they they kind of took, they ended up, Going and worshiping the Canaanite gods, and and taking lits yeah. and bits and pieces from everywhere, right. and syncretizing it to what what God wanted them to do, and so they finally have this holy war against their own people, yeah, against themselves, against themselves, their 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 own worst enemy, and um, it makes me think in a in a modern day way of. Of, like there's a lot of fighting going on in the global church, right? Or the right. global, but even more so, American church, uh, on thoughts and ideas. Yeah. And, and some of it's things that we should be standing our grand on ground on. But sometimes it's very unloving and unkind. And yeah. Jesus was expressly clear: uh, the world will know that you are my disciples by the love you have for one another. Yeah. And, and we wonder why the world's in the shape it's in. Right. And, and we, we wonder. wonder why the world doesn't trust Christians yeah
0: yeah yeah I was going to say we wonder why the, we've lost influence as the church yeah. because they don't see that there's
1: anything different about us yeah exactly they you know they don't see christ in us yeah you know, because we are um you know fighting with each with each other we're our own more sensitive. the church is not advancing as it should because we are we are its own worst enemy. We're fighting yeah. each other rather than you know standing our ground for the gospel and being yeah. united against the things God wants us to be united in. And, mm-hmm. and so you know we we get we get so wrapped up into uh, thoughts and ideas and concerns and agendas that you know um, did we ever stop and ask God what do you want us to be like? Yeah. Uh, Crazy for jazzed up about to yeah. use my language. Yesterday, so, you know, Lord, what do you want us? You know, what hills you want us to die on? What zeal do you want us to have? And, you know, how yeah. can we follow you and live our lives the way you've called us to do that? How can we? How can we do those things, God? Yeah. And um, and so when we finally do. Um, that's when the Lord's in it, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's, and in this case, you know, the the Lord gave his kudos to, you know, go and deal with this atrocity, yeah, in uh, in Benjamin, you know, he finally gave them the battle over this particular thing. But it wasn't before they humbled themselves before him. It wasn't until then, yeah. yeah. And I think that gives us a principle, and you, you could, we can debate all day long whether they were doing the right thing or not, you know. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to say that sometimes the Lord just lets us go along and whatever we want to and get the result we get, which we'll see next yeah. tomorrow or this week. Yeah, um, it it only got worse. Right. Yeah. It's not like they won against the Benjaminites and everything was smoothed out and calm. No, no, they continued to take things into their own hands, do things they yeah. wanted to do the way they wanted to do, and ended up in a really terrible situation. Yeah. So. And I think that's the point is that we, you know, we should, what, what should we be united about? We don't see it in this passage necessarily. Although we do see, you know, we need to be about God's agenda, not ours. So what is God's agenda? Yeah. Jesus said the greatest commandment, mm-hmm. love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbors, yourself. Jesus' is very final words to his disciples were to go to the world, the world, and make disciples. Right? It was uh, Acts one eight. Uh, you will be my witnesses when the world, you know, um, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will um, share, you know, with passion and with power yeah. um, in Jer- Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. You know, yeah. uh, the goal of the Lord. Is, is for the gospel to spread it's yeah. to be fruitful and multiply it's that um, it's that uh, Adamic covenant mm-hmm. relived in this new covenant of um, of the gospel going forth right. and being fruitful and multiplying across the world yeah. you know and um, that's our aim—that's our goal: exalting God, exalting Christ, and then sharing with others how they can believe in Him and trust in Him, and the yeah. gospel can go forward in that. And and that's where we need to put our energy, and that's yeah. what we need to get unified in. That's what we need to get jazzed up about. Right. Um, and and um, you know, sometimes that doesn't have to do with some of the things we're upset and worried about. Yeah. And I think the good litmus test on this is to ask: Is what I'm very upset about? Is it will? Is it lasting? Is it eternal?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or is it temporal, and will it one day burn up when 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 yeah. when um, the Lord comes back and says, you know, uh, He'll create a new earth and a new yeah. uh, heaven? Right? Is it the straw, or is it the jewels that'll be left over? Yeah. To use that example, that was yeah. great. Example. So yeah, that that's the litmus test that we ought to put against it, right? Yeah. We should ask ourselves: Is this thing temporary, mm-hmm. or is this thing eternal? And if we ask that question, right? Yeah. Then we then we get the answers. Right. Another way to say it is: Is this love God and love others? Is this the great commandment, mm-hmm. or is th- which is an eternal thing, or is this something? For my comfort mm-hmm. today, yeah, or you know me to live a better life here on Earth. We are not citizens, first and foremost, of the United States or of this world. Yeah, we as Christians are exiles in this place. Mm-hmm. We're aliens. Yeah, we're aliens. We're we're Daniel and his in his uh, his. Entourage that, that were taken out of Israel, yeah. taken to Babylon, and said, Now you'll eat our food, you'll do the things the way we do it. And they said, No, we won't because that won't give us life. Mm-hmm. It's like if me and you went today uh, to Mars or whatever, you know, say, yeah. you know, that happens and we could just like sure. go to Mars today. Up on a ship. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like us going and, and people saying, Hey, you know, breathe. Breathe this air instead yeah. of the oxygen your body needs. Our bodies were built for for Earth. Yeah, our bodies were built for oxygen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We can't we can't breathe another gas and survive. Yeah, we've got to have oxygen, and that's it. Like we're we're breathing whatever, um, you know, toxic gas. Yeah. If we are so more concerned about living our lives here than where we are exiles from, which is heaven. Yeah. So we need to breathe the air of heaven. Mm-hmm. We need to eat the food of heaven while we're here. Yeah. Because that's what we're built for. Absolutely. Does that make sense? I because, feel like I yeah. rambled just there. No, 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 but not
0: at all. That makes perfect sense because I think that so often somebody could take what we're saying and say, oh, well, I'm never supposed to get upset about anything. No, 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 no. That's not what... That's not what scripture teaches us. Mm -hmm. There are things, yes, that we should take a righteous stand Mm -hmm. on. However, Facebook is not where you make your righteous stand. (laughs) Um, Yelling at people is not where you make your righteous stand. Belittling others is not where you take a righteous stand. Um, Every time that Jesus takes a righteous stand, as our example in scripture, he does it in a loving way. Mm -hmm. He does it in a winsome way. and. I think that we've lost that aspect of, um, of unity around a, around, around a righteous uh, goal, if you will, mm-hmm. um, that we, th- we have bought into the lie of the surrounding culture that the only way to get your point across is to yell and scream about it. Mm-hmm. That, that's not what Jesus teaches us. It's not what Scripture teaches us. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think you're right that, that we, we get so bent out of shape about things that are not eternal— that um that we lose the influence that we need to make a stand on things that are
1: mm-hmm. eternal mm-hmm. So. well and I, you know so someone's going to hear this and say well what about the tables you know just sure. flipped them over right because yeah. in our culture we love that image of absolutely Jesus yeah. right now Yeah, but what was he upset about this had this house has become a house of a den of robbers, a den of robbers says, yeah. right because they're exchanging money what is that money is temporary yeah money is something to advance your life here in this now mm-hmm. right but he says what he says my house is a house of prayer yeah. what is that eternal yeah so the the litmus test still stands strong mm-hmm. and we got a lot of people out there quote, quote unquote turning tables yeah over temporal things things that will burn up wood hay and stubble yeah when if we're going to get stoked and jazzed about something it ought to be eternal yeah right absolutely it ought to be an eternal thing it ought to be the eternal glory of jesus christ it ought to be um uh trying to help people to get into eternity right mm-hmm. the gospel spread the gospel share the gospel and love so that people can know christ and follow right. him so yeah i mean i agree with you scripture in is life teaches us you know not to get like indignant about things that are temporal or you know but the one thing he did get like super stoked about right Mm -hmm. that we love to point out right was still it, it it passed the litmus test yeah it's eternal things absolutely he was upset because the people were like so the, pe- the people of God yeah, they
0: were so off base they were off
1: base because they were they were making you know it's it's a, it's the same thing as you know uh, in the um, um, pre-Protestantism um, you know mm-hmm. the Protestant Reformation the church at the time was selling indulgences right. you know they were making money off of people to, to quote unquote get into heaven yeah and it's like You know, thank God Martin Luther and others are like, no, that's, that's, what are you guys doing? Right. That's what Jesus flipped the tables about, you know? And and so, you know, they took a stand, right? Yeah. But it was eternal versus temporal, you know? I mean, it's, and that's what we got to do. Like, we have to weigh, like, is what I'm, like, jazzed about that's happening in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Isn't it an eternal thing? If so, then maybe you can be just about. It. I, I would still say you might want to check yourself, or you wreck yourself, right? Right. But, um, but if it is, if it is temporal, if it will one day fade away, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It doesn't need my time and energy. Yeah. Well,
0: and I think to to go back to the way that you ended your sermon on Sunday is that. If we're going to get excited or jazzed or, or upset about something, let God lead you to that. Mm-hmm. Don't jump to that conclusion on your own.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and and you know the way we ended was that we, God is the one who has to lead us into mm-hmm. battle. It's not us saying, "Oh, I know God would want me to go into yeah. this battle." No, it's let God lead us into into a battle mm-hmm. or into anything in life because. I think we've seen over and over through the Book of Judges that any time we try to take matters into our own hands, mm-hmm. it does not end well. No. And um, and so let let us follow the guidance of our Creator and mm-hmm. our Savior as opposed to the guidance of what we think needs to happen. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and you know, like you said when we were talking offline beforehand, you know, sometimes those may align. You know, the yeah. thing that God leads you to might be. Um, something that you would have gotten to by yourself yeah it may, it may be it may be the same battle but we have to make sure it's what God wants us to be stoked about and excited about yeah um, and no to upset doubt. about or whatever right rather than you know us taking that into our own mindset and hands yeah and, yeah yeah cool. absolutely
0: Cool. Well, this is the point where we hand it over to you. What have What have you been learning through this book of Judges? As We are we have one more week uh, to study the book of Judges, and um, we'd love to know what, what is God teaching you? How, how has God grown you through this uh, This study as we've gone through? Um, we'd love to know. You can email us at thepath at or you can comment on this YouTube video, and uh, we'd love to, to start a dialogue with you about that. Um, we'd also encourage you, if you wouldn't mind, it would help out the podcast podcast. podcast if you would rate the podcast either on apple or google or spotify if you would rate it and if you would share it that would really help so that we could get the word out to more people Um, but thank you for joining us this week until next time i am jason i'm derek we hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path